okay, you need to do this. You need to stop being shy about it because uh, either you're going to do it or somebody else is going to do it. And um, I'd rather you do it since, you know, you're you. All right, welcome back to Run the Layers. I'm your host, Creative Bobby. And on this episode, I am very excited to have Taji, AKA, or I should say BKA, better known as the Black Onion, superstar, painter, artist, wow. extraordinaire. I'm just very happy you're on the podcast and thank, thank you for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. So I wanna get into, um, the purpose, well, the purpose of the podcast as it's always been is to kind of showcase creativity and kind of discuss how creativity has shaped our lives and how we use it on a day-to-day basis. But first I want to start with what is creative, what does that mean to you? What does creativity mean to you? So I think creativity is a free expression of what you can make yourself. So um, I like to use it for art and graphics it's a free space to express myself however I like without bias. Um, you can't always say things without people being offended or sensitive or outraged. But I think using creativity, people can really just um, interpret it their own way. So maybe they don't have, have to even see things that you, as you see them, but um, just being able to express yourself and without apology. Mm, that's good. That's that's very good. Cause like that seems to be a common thread on the answers that I've gotten from the creativity questions about like expressing yourself and being able to be your full unapologetic self. And mm-hmm. whoever accepts it accepts it. And whoever does it, that's that's fine too. But right. being able to like tap into that on the day to day. And luckily for like for us, we're able to kind of monetize that creativity and be able to tap into that. And um, so speaking of tapping into that, how how are you using creativity in your life? Well, that's my primary source of income. So I get to do what I like and enjoy doing for a living. That's what I've always wanted to do. So that's really big for me. Two, I get to like help other people bring their ideas and thoughts to fruition that's super cool to me. Like, it's like, like super cool. I don't know how else to express it besides <laughs> that, but um, like everyone's like, I can't draw this, but I have the idea. And I think everyone has ideas. And I think that being able to bring people's ideas um, to life from nothing or just something that we can't see or physically feel or touch or whatever, um, and be able to, being able to express that um, visually or you know, through touch, through your senses, that's super cool. Yeah, that's, that's especially like you were talking about like people coming to you with like a vision, coming to you with like some type of idea, but not quite being able to like make that tangible or make that exactly as they see it in their head. And Mm -hmm. that's one of the things that's, that's my favorite thing about what I do as far as like graphic design and stuff is the fact that, and I don't, and like, and I've talked to various people in like various out like different avenues and I feel like the common thread of people who are successful in what they do creatively are people who have that other sense of I know what you're trying to say I know what you're trying Mm -hmm. to get at and somehow 
in my brain, I see, I can put it together visually. I can put it together. Like I was talking with my uh, brother on a pot on one episode and he was talking about how like when he trains, he doesn't like have to like write anything down. He just knows how, like what exercises to tell people to do based on what goals they have and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So I'm sure it's like the same for you. It's like somebody comes to you with like an idea for a painting or idea for a graphic idea for something like that. And Mm -hmm. you can like somehow tap into your creativity and be like, I understand what you're trying to do. Like, especially Mm -hmm. working with like clients and working with people, having that relationship to where they trust you with their vision is very, it's very important. It's very cool. Mm -hmm. And even if it's not even, if they don't have the complete vision, I think that no one has like, I know it's, well, I don't, I'm going to say that no one has like all, if it's a hundred piece puzzle, puzzle no one has all 100 pieces like even when I'm creating like I don't have all the answers sometimes I just have to start so I think people's ability just to start and then say Taji what's your opinion on this like can you help me fill in these holes um this is my project my idea but I think you're capable enough or um I trust you enough to share not only share my dream with you but ask you to put your input in on what I have or what I'm protecting or what I want to come to fruition. Mm, that's good. That's, that's really good. So I want to ask you a couple of questions about like your favorites in two different questions. First question is what is your favorite creation by someone else? And then the mm-hmm. and second question is what's your favorite creation by you? So my favorite creation by someone else, his name is, I don't even know his real name, but um, his artist name is Paper Frank. He's out of Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, I think he resides in Atlanta now. I'm pretty sure. He had fallen off the map for a little bit, but I guess he's back. I don't know. Either way, he um, did, he does a whole bunch of pieces. Sometimes they're really serious. And then sometimes they're like whimsical on the serious pieces. And I really enjoy that. So he made this piece. There's this um, picture, I wrote down the name of who um, took it, Gordon Parks. He um, took pictures for Life Magazine in uh, 1950s. And he took a picture of this uh, school teacher and her niece standing out of, uh, what, <sighs> some theater. Anyways, um, and it was, they were standing under a colored entrance. And I think that's like really, you know, no one really wants to talk about segregation all the time. Um, it's just really serious, you know, matter. But um, he kind of put a twist on it and made it kind of whimsical. Like he has signatures like flowers and band-aids, just like everyday ordinary things. And I like when people, I call it layers. Um, they layer something really serious over, um, with something really whimsical hmm. to not make the subject as heavy. Hmm. Because who wants to walk around heavy all day? I don't, for sure. So I think I love, I like the balance of both. So mm. that's like my favorite thing. It's really simple, but I think it it's a heavy topic, but it kind of brings it to you so that it's not as heavy. Mm. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. And what about your favorite creation by you? So I made this piece in 2018 called Board Targets. And... I didn't even know it was going to be as, I think, is everyone's favorite piece I did, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? But um, it was kind of heavy, too. And I didn't even realize it until 
I was thinking of, you know, this stuff. Um, it's really heavy, but it's like brighter colors. It's not bright, but like it's colorful. It's still a heavy topic and it draws your eye, but it doesn't hurt as much, you know? Hmm. So that's like, I like things that surprise me because I don't think I'm surprised by a lot of things often. Hmm. So after it was done, I was like, oh man, this is really cool and impactful. And people would say like, this made me cry. And I'm like, oh man, I hate to make people cry. But sometimes I like making people cry because it's kind of cool that you're crying because you felt something yeah. from something I made with my hands and my paintbrushes and just lines and colors. I think that's super cool. So that's my favorite thing I've ever made. Like that's, that's really, that's really cool. Cause like you draw out emotion through your paintings, like, and sometimes you don't know how people are going to take what you, what you put out. So mm-hmm. people to be like emotionally invested and emotionally affected by what you do. I think, I think that's super cool. And you're definitely right about not wanting to like be like heavy all the time because mm-hmm. 2020 was a monster and 20 especially for like I don't know I don't know about you but I know for me there was parts of 2020 where I didn't feel creative I didn't feel like doing anything creative and there was like a yeah certainly there was a gap of time where it was like I feel like it was like the it was like the dichotomy of one part of my brain is like yo you should be doing something right now you should be mm-hmm. something, designing something but the other part of your brain is like I don't want to do anything right now because the world's right. on fire. And it's like yeah. de- dealing with those two things and then trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to express myself through this? And giving yourself grace to be like, nah, I'm not, I don't feel like it today. I don't, I don't, I don't feel it today. I'll do it mm-hmm. tomorrow. So it's like not, and then especially just flat out being black in America. It's like, sometimes it's like, I don't want to have to feel the weight of what's going on through that all the time right but then balancing that with well i should be doing something so it's like like Mm -hmm. managing that in your brain yeah i completely agree um 2020 was rough and i I think i was really hopeful at the beginning of the year um for what projects i had and what things i'd get accomplished and like 85 percent of that got shut down which is cool because I expected to be I mean it sucked for sure but it was kind of cool because it made me sit down and think and sit with myself and really kind of solidify like whether or not I wanted to do this all the time because there were heavy days when it was like I'm not doing anything today I know I should be you need to pay your bills but um you don't have to do anything today you're allowed to feel whatever you feel today you shouldn't feel like this every day but you need to take the time to feel what you need to feel right now to see if this is what you want to do or whatever you want to do um 2020 was a lot but I really feel like it happened for a reason because it made people sit down and realize who they were truly when it was stillness all around them people are so busy all the time just running so I mean, I really think it brought out a whole bunch of purpose with a whole bunch of people. And it's really magical to see, I think. Hmm. It is. It is. Because, like, on the flip side, it's like I learned things I wouldn't have learned. And I got opportunity. Like, it was 
and because by the end, you know, I started this podcast, which I had had an idea for for years. But I'm like one, like I'm not a talker, so that was that was it was weird to have an idea to have a podcast, and then second, but then on the flip side, it's like oh, I get to make logos for things, and I get to make graphics for it, so it's mm-hmm. like, it's weird, and it's 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 weird how creativity can take you out of your comfort zone. Like, oh, for sure. So it's like my natural default setting is to kind of be chill, quiet in the corner, you know, not get too much attention. Like I'm uncomfortable with attention. But then on the flip mm-hmm. side, it's like some dope stuff I want to see. But for that to come to fruition, I actually have to do it and step outside of my comfort zone. So it's like having being in that stillness makes you kind of, okay, so like you said, like, do I want to do this? How do I want to mm-hmm. do this? Like reevaluate. So I feel like it was crazy year, but on a positive note of it, it did give a lot of people the opportunity to kind of like reevaluate and kind of, and kind of, and, you know, manage mental health too. Like you don't always have mm-hmm. to go, 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 go. Like you can right. sit down and chill. And it's like, and with you, like I've seen like a lot of your work and I've been a fan of your work for some time now. And seeing you, I remember you, uh, you posted a, a Instagrams like, well, y- y'all gonna get all of these posts on this Instagram and y'all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, and I love seeing like the process and I love seeing like, because I, I struggle with that. Like I struggle with like self-promotion. Like I struggle with like feeling comfortable enough to post what I need to post and and post like that but I I like to see people like fellow creatives be like y'all's gonna get this work and mm-hmm. this was this was going this was gonna be and that's how you kind of build that audience you got you got a fan base I see your sticker on Kevin on stage podcast and everything oh, yeah. I tried really hard but also like my friend gave me this book called The Big Magic uh, like two years ago I don't know I don't remember who, who it's by but it's one of the ideas was that the universe gives an idea and it'll pass you by. It'll come to you. But if you don't do it, someone else is going to do it. And it ha- after I read the book, it, I saw it like three times in a row. And I was like, I'll just do this later. I'll just do this later. Uh, not right now. And I would see the idea come out with somebody else or another artist like clockwork. Like I would not miss the post. So I was like, okay, you need to do this. You need to stop being shy about it because uh, either you're going to do it or somebody else is going to do it. And um, I'd rather you do it since, you know, you're you. So I think about that all the time. Like I need to, I need to go ahead and do this idea before it goes to someone else. And then having, and then having the wealth of ideas come and it's like, okay, which, which one do I go with first? And it's mm-hmm. typically the one that's constantly like you're constantly thinking about it, and it's mm-hmm. like pressing on you. So it's like, okay, you need to you need to go do that. Like you need to, mm-hmm. <laughs> and 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 no one's gonna do it like you do it. That's the other. Oh thing. yeah, for sure. So yeah, like so so what is something that you've wanted to create but haven't yet, and what's stopping you from doing it? So. Uh, I was supposed to do Dreamville in 
last year, 2020, but I was gonna, I did it the year before, 2019, um, as a vendor. But last year I was with a live paint, uh, eight by eight, eight foot by eight foot um, live painting there. It didn't really matter what it was, but um, I wouldn't even have been, I'm gonna get to the question, sorry. Oh, oh you can't oh. um, I wouldn't even, I did a few mural, murals before um, 2020, but they were not as much work at all. And if I would have did Dreamville, I would have gotten it done because I would have had to get it done, but I wasn't ready for it. Like my endurance, like it puts your body through so much just to focus on something like that for so long, eight foot by eight foot project is huge. And you're standing the whole time, you're moving the whole time, your arms up for hours, you're constantly up and down the ladder holding paint. Like it's a lot of focus and attention and I've wanted to do this for years, but I want to do a mural for Antique or the band room. Mm. Um, maybe permanently installed. I don't know. I don't really care, I guess. But like, I know growing up, not growing up, but like at Antique, my time at Antique, um, people would have that. It's like a staple picture. And it's only a couple of prints, a couple of people that have the prints of um you know, the, the band coming down, the um, union painting. Yeah. That's super cool to me. And that people have prints and that they're a limited edition of prints. Like, even if you want to get one now, it's not, it won't be the same as what the artist gave you or that's amazing to have a piece of history in your, in your home. And we have such a big network or, um, so many Aggies everywhere. I just, I just feel like it's really super cool to be have something that you may be a part of so many people's lives. Mm. That's dope. That's that's real dope. Like I could, I I would be dope. A mural in the band room. That would be that would be super fire. That'd be super. And then the the print, the limited edition part of it, like because it's because most most of the stuff pretty much all the stuff I do is like just straight digital, like in a program, but you're like handcrafting these things. So it's like the, most of the things that you do are so, are so precious because you are hand drawing, hand painting, and you're doing this and to do a mural, like I've, like I've seen like artists like do murals and I've like seen it, but like, I have no idea, like, like I was just like that's a massive thing. Like, oh like, yeah, like so so what? So like to do a mural, is it like you plan it? Like you plan it out beforehand, and then you have to paint it because like the thing that blows my mind is like I get having an idea and then having like a thumbnail or a miniature you know version of it that you can reference, mm -hmm. but translating that to like this huge thing on this wall, like dealing with proportions and dealing, like how, like, what is that process like? Um, it's a lot. So I draw everything beforehand. I mean, it may not be super clear. Like most of my sketches and drafts are like, they're like kindergarten soon. <laughs> but as long as I have an idea, of what, I call it where I'm going. As long as I have an idea of where I'm going, like, I don't know, maybe it's like a roadmap or something. I may not know every individual street or street light or detour, but I know, I know where I'm supposed to end up and I have a path 
I have a few notches to where I can stop and make sure I'm on track. Mm, mm. Nice, nice. That so that that yeah, I'm I'm pulling for you to do, do that mural in in the band hall. That would be that would be dope. Like so, so what? Because like we have like the machine, of course, is like mm-hmm. the most popular thing. Um, so do you like so? What kind of in general kind of like ideas would you do for it? Like, so would you, would it be like band members? Would it be more free hand? What would it, what would it be? I think that it would be the machine for sure. Um, I don't know. I kind of like the direction that the new uniforms are going in with gears. Hmm. It'll be something like that, but it wouldn't have to, I mean, it wouldn't have to only be band related, but I kind of like, I don't know, just random ideas. I don't even know. I haven't thought of this before. I mean, like exactly what will go up there. But I like gears. I like the machine. Of course, the anti-emblem. And maybe like, I don't know, the band I actually had in the past, like a Mount Rushmore. I don't know. That would be Something like that. that would be and the stadium. I don't know. It would just, I don't know. I have no idea. The stadium that's now, what is the name of it now? Truist, maybe. I don't know. Truest. I made it up. I think it's truest. I think it is truest or something because it was BB and T, and mm. everybody still calls it Aggie Stadium. I'm it's sure. a free for all. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, like I just, I just want to say because, like, I am very proud to be from the band and the school that you're from because your work is fantastic, and oh. I'm always gonna cheer you on in all your endeavors and all your posts because I love seeing creative people do that thing especially Aggies especially Aggies that was in the band mm-hmm. you know like because we because there's a like you said like there's a a massive network of Aggies that we can get things done and support one another and there's a network mm-hmm. of people that was in the blue and gold marching machine doing all kinds of great things so mm-hmm. I just want to let you know that you're dope and thank you for coming on the podcast and and show and tell the people where where can they follow you where can they find you where can they support thank you for inviting me to the podcast i really appreciate that i don't do them often because who knows why because i don't know anyways um you can find me on facebook the black onion ig on instagram the black onion twitter the black onion underscore underscore um and my website theblackonion.com so it's pretty consistent overall so all right and that is the black onion make sure you go follow her and support her and thank you for uh listening to the run the layers podcast with creative bobby make sure you like share and subscribe remember as you go along in life teach as you learn and inspire as you do see y'all next time Thank you.